Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Scott joining you on Oilers Now. Yes, we opened up with Spandau Ballet. It was a huge song in 1984. Uh, Tony Hadley's birthday. He is uh, the pop singer slash songwriter for said band, which had a, uh, as I mentioned, a couple significant hints uh, back in the day as well. Sort of the new romantic era, if you may. Welcome, everybody. We got a pretty interesting, hopefully what's a pretty interesting, uh, show for you today coming up. Uh, it's our regular Wednesday cavalcade of stars from the NHL network. Brian Lawton for Mattress Superstore. He'll uh, be joining us today at 1235, uh, 105. Some people like him. Some people not so much. Uh, from the cult of hockey, David Staples. And at 135 for Legacy Heating and Cooling, the one and only John Shannon. Lots of discussion about the uh, demise of the uh, Maple Leafs, uh, some correlation perhaps directed the way of the Edmonton Oilers as well. I, I personally feel the two organizations were in very different places. We're certainly going to be having that conversation. Uh, let me rephrase that. Uh, the two organizations are in somewhat similar situations but had very different teams. I, I think Toronto had a considerably more... Uh, deep team this year than the Edmonton Oilers, but uh, we're going to hit on that with both specifically Brian Lawton and John Shannon on today's edition of Oilers Now, which is brought to you daily by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. First half hour of the show will be as it normally is. We'll get into our Oilers Now audio vault for direct workwear. Uh, we'll hit on our top story a bit, which has to do with the series starting tonight, a series that I don't think anybody really called uh, a couple of weeks ago. 
that being the Winnipeg Jets and the Montreal Canadiens, and we'll bring you elite promotional marketing's NHL today as well. Here's how you get a hold of us. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. The patio is open daily to all ages at the River Cree from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. Watch the game on the biggest screen in the city while enjoying daily drink specials and an upscale casual menu featuring... A 1999 steak and prawn deal. The River Cree Resort Casino, excitement, bet on it. And when the province gets back up and at them, the River Cree will get fully back up and at them as well on the casino side. That could happen, uh, well, potentially within the next two weeks, the way we're going right now. Uh, down to, as of uh, yesterday... 1,800 active cases uh, for COVID in the uh, Edmonton Health Zone, and we are at 2.8 million of uh, 2.811 million vaccinations in the province of Alberta. So there's a couple uh, numbers there for you. You can text us at any time on the Ashley Five Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Update those old floors with one colored engineered hardwood for only 2.99 a square foot. Head to Ashley Five Floors. Dot com for more uh, details. This is the time of year, and uh, for many of you, uh, maybe you've got a couple extra dollars uh, kicking around the house. And I, I know in our case, uh, we've been in the same house now, uh, a very uh, understated uh, house in the city's southwest part. Uh, but we've done a, a little bit of work here, and I just wanted to shout out right now, and I want to establish we didn't get a deal. But uh, special thanks to Darren from Sluggo Electric and uh, Vance from TNV Plumbing for sliding by over the course of the last couple of days. Uh, the Stoffer household needed a little bit of work. I can BS with the best of them on hockey stats, on hockey history, on Oilers trivia, all that kind of stuff. But I am about, put it this way, if they did a show Canada's Worst Handyman, I think I would win. And uh, I'm a guy that believes in letting the professionals do their jobs. And uh, we need, you know what? Those guys know what they're doing. So, And they are pros at it. This, you know... You you develop over time and put your you know thousands upon thousands of hours in. I mean, I think I'm now up to eighteen, nineteen years hosting a a sports show, and it's a privilege to to do it. And it's never lost to me. I, I've got a couple of friends, uh, a guy by the name of Jack, and a guy that uh, Doug. Some of you would know him as Daily Doug. And if those guys ever were to focus and doing a sports show, I believe they would be exceptional at it. So it's never lost to me that there's lots of people out there that uh, you know think they could do it, and they probably could. And uh, you know, sometimes you need a little bit of luck along the way as well. Which brings us a bit to what transpired with Toronto, and I guess. Uh, we'll go to the top story for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Get your AC today with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, Legacy Heating and Cooling. The question I have, so we have Montreal and Winnipeg dropping the puck tonight to start the Canadian, uh, you know, the Scotia-Canadian division uh, final and get into the final four. Most people, I know that... Uh, Jack Michaels, Cam Moon, Reed Wilkins, Brendan Escott, Escott's back at the studio, and myself did our predictions. Brendan, off the top of your head, can you recall whether or not any of the five of us picked uh, Montreal or Winnipeg to win the series? Do you know that off the top of your head? We didn't. <laughs> Neither one. Not Yes, none of us. Uh, we all had Edmonton to win. Most of us had Edmonton to win in six. Uh, and... Uh, I had Toronto in six. I know, uh, Brendan, you had Toronto in seven, and Jack had Toronto in seven. And and here we are. 
We're dropping the puck tonight between the uh, Winnipeg Jets and the Montreal Canadiens. Now, all season long, we talked about the fact that the Canadiens had a deep team that was going to be, and there were some concerns at center, but that top four, if they got healthy, I just didn't think Montreal was going to get healthy enough to win that series. Um, if they were healthy, I mean, think of how Winnipeg and Montreal went into the playoffs. Not exactly, you know, the, the Jets had lost eight of their final 11 games. They didn't have Nikolai Ehlers, and they didn't have Pierre-Luc Dubois, but they got a goaltender with 950 save percentage. In the case of the Leafs, um, they got pretty good. Like, Jack Campbell had like a 935 save percentage in that series, and today is the debrief for the Leafs. So we've got an an all-Canadian final tonight, which, of course, makes sense when you're in the Canadian division. It's Montreal and Winnipeg. It's one that nobody saw happen. You can text us uh, today at 780-496-0063. Who you think is going to win the series? Um, I'm going with the Jets, uh, and I got them in six games. Uh, Brendan, I think you took the Jets. Reed is the only one of the five of us that th- took the Canadians. He's got the Habs in six. Jack's got the Jets in five, and Cam's got the Jets in seven. So tell us who you think is going to win the series. But here's the other question I have for you. Is Toronto's loss different than Edmonton's loss? I want you to think about that for a second. I know there was a lot of discussion yesterday. I watched a couple of the Toronto shows on both the networks deal with the aftermath of uh, the Leafs' demise and the Leafs spitting the bit on a three-games-to-one series lead. Toronto came in first in the Canadian division. Edmonton came in second. Toronto was not a surprise to come in first. I think the Oilers were a surprise to come in second. Uh, that said, Edmonton underachieved for the second consecutive year, you, you, you've got to say it. Maybe they overachieved in the regular season and underachieved in the playoffs. Now, all along, I said I thought Edmonton was sort of like an 8-16 through 16 team, and they didn't make it into the final eight. I do think the two teams, the, the situation, because Toronto was a deeper team, even though they lost Tavares and Muzzin, that's still a deep team. They could play a lot more players in their lineup. And frankly, they had a goaltender with a 935 save percentage, and they were up three games to one in the series. Like, to me... That's that loss is different in Toronto than the one for Edmonton. I'd like to know whether or not you agree or disagree with that. In Texas, on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three, Mister Escott, the floor is yours. What do you think? Maybe you're not listening. I was not listening at all. You're not one hundred percent honest. See, this is this is where <laughs> this is where if I'm in studio, I can sit there and throw something at you and say, "Hey, so what I'm asking you that it makes for great." Am I that boring to listen to? Or were you getting calls on the other line, or were they getting you to do something else? I don't know. Uh, anyhow, so the question I have for you was the loss of the Oilers different than the loss that the the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs suffered? Yeah, I think it is in the sense that Toronto should have. I mean, when you've got, you know, basically three straight games worth of opportunities to put a team away and you don't capitalize on that, you can't look anywhere but yourself. And Edmonton lost three very close hockey games and post game in every one of those, it was a lot of, we like the way that we played. I don't think Toronto can look intrinsically and, and like the way that they played in the latter half of that series so they're very different losses and I think that Toronto's in all likelihood you know stings a lot more given the recent history
All right, let's open up the, our Ashley Five Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Mark and St. Albert. No, the loss uh, of Edmonton and Toronto are the exact same, says Mark and St. Albert. Lack of calls by the refs ended the playoffs for both teams. If the NHL doesn't start calling penalties in the playoffs, then how are the top lines supposed to score? Montreal and seven, says Mark. Again, you can text us in five uh uh, uh, Texas at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Bob, I think losing Tavares was a lot more de- devastating than everybody thinks. If he stays healthy, the Leafs maybe win in five or six easily. You know what? I, 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 that's a fair perspective to have. I mean, I, I, I'm the guy that said when they lost Kadri against Boston, if Kadri stays in either of those two series, maybe they would, as an as an underdog, they might have beaten Boston in one of those two series. That's how tight the margin is. That's a fair perspective. Uh, you can text us at 780-496-0063. This texter, JJ, says it's a little bit different, but it's not that big of a difference. The Oilers being swept was not expected and was very dif- uh, disappointing from JJ. There you go. Uh, Darren says, Bob, the Oilers and the Jets could have gone either way, one bounce here or there, and Edmonton maybe could have swept Winnipeg. The Leafs' loss is much more devastating, in my opinion. That one comes to us uh, uh, <laughs> from Darren. Cletus, you're making me laugh. You're only boring, Bob, if I'm not drinking. Well, I tip my hat to you, Cletus, if you're in after it by noon each day. <laughs> Sunday's NFL season, back in the day, oh, yeah. Uh, Mo Sports Parlor started at 9.30. Brew Crew, Texas, a loss is a loss. The bitter taste is the same. The identity that you are not good enough is the same. Need for an extra beer to wash back the taste, at least now, can be done on the patio. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Losing Tavares was the Patrick Marlowe moment. The Patrick Marlowe moment? Um Don says, Bob, the Oilers should pay attention to the Leafs and all the spending on free agents never paid off. Spend the 20-plus million on the cap wisely from Don. Well, a lot would be said into organic growth and development. And, again, this is a conversation point we're going to have with Brian Lawton coming down the pipe at 1235. I'm going to ask him, uh, you know, which law, like are the losses different and are the two organizations basically headed in the same path? Does one organization have an advantage over the other? Lauren says, Bob, at least the Toronto Maple Leafs won more games than the Oilers. Will you ever admit that Winnipeg was a better team, or was it because they had the favor of the referees? I've yet to hear the Maple Leafs complaining about the referee in the playoffs. At what point? Like, immediately following game four, I said, Connor Hellebuck, Connor Hellebuck had a 950 save percentage, and the Jets were deeper. They were the better team, and that's it, it can't be denied. If the Oilers lose in six or seven, it could have gone either way. Like, that's, I'm not convinced that Montreal is better than Toronto. They just won the series. Winnipeg was better than Edmonton in that in, in, the, in, in that series. And part of the reason why Winnipeg was better is they were deeper up front. And the Oilers, I don't think, got to the Jets. Uh, uh, the Jets D. This texter says uh, two things. Can we trade Spectre? Oh, uh, I, I don't know. I think we'd have to include a draft pick in terms of getting him off the payroll. Uh, another texter says, uh, I don't want a stable franchise. I want a cup in the next five years. I, I would suggest to you the best way you're going to get a cup in the next five years is if you have a stable franchise. Uh, Josh says, Bob, if the Oilers lost McDavid like the Leafs lost Tavares in the first ten minutes, the Oilers would have been out in four. Oh, wait, from Josh. 
Oh, that's so fair. Yolanda says, are we happy that Taylor Hall is now with a contender? <laughs> if you've listened to the show right from the start of the, when that trade occurred, you know, we tried to play it fair for Taylor. I mean, Taylor Hall was the Oilers' best player when he was on the team till Connor McDavid got here. So I'm, I'm happy to see Taylor succeed. Some people believe he's already got a, he's moving down the path to a, a deal being in place with Boston. I'm not sure that that's actually 100% correct yet. He's played pretty well since going there. Uh, that's a deep team where, you know, Brad Marchand's the first line left wing and you got Hall as a second line. I mean, Taylor's not even one of the top two wingers on that team right now. Now, at a different time in a different year, Hall has been at that level, like the year he won the MVP in uh, 17-18. Um, so, when you're rolling out Pasternak as a right wing and Marshawn playing with Bergeron and Hall comes at you that second wave, there you go. Never forget what Andrew Cogliano said to me at the end of the 2015-16 season. You guys are going to be fine here. You're going to have a hell of a one-two punch with McDavid, Drysaddle, Hall, and Nugent Hopkins, and Everly. Okay, you can text us at 780-496-0063. And he says, Bob, if you ain't first, you're last. There's one cup winner every year. The rest who don't are losers, period. That one comes to us from Eddie. Um, this texter says into the show, from an Edmonton number, the Leafs' loss was more devastating because not only were they up 3-1, they also loaded up this year at the deadline, spent a first, a third, and a sixth for three depth players that uh, didn't play. Um, AJ says the Leafs, the laughs, he's calling them the laughs, won more games, I guess, if you count Bettman's points they did. There you go. Bob, would Taylor Hall winning the Cup this year make it more likely to sign in Boston? That one comes to us from Shorty, who obviously has a sense of self-deprecation. Um, I, I, I would suggest to you that the further Boston goes, the more that probably enhances the probability that Taylor Hall would re-sign with the Boston Bruins. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Keep them coming. Some excellent responses. Are the two losses different? Which one's more, you know, which one's a tougher loss? The one for the Leafs, the one for the Oilers. Again, we'll have this conversation. We'll continue down this path throughout the course of the show today. Into the Oilers now. Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, supporting local and Canadian manufacturers in Edmonton and online at directworkwear.com. Yesterday, James Myrtle from The Athletic, uh, who is the editor of The Athletic in Canada, does a terrific job there, knows the Maple Leafs like nobody's business. I asked him point blank, what happens to UFA free agent Zach Hyman? Does he stay in Toronto? If you asked me before the series, I would have been 95% confident that he stays. I don't know if they rethink that or not. I mean, they're going to have to... He didn't have a very good series. Um, he had a very good season, and then he got hurt, and, you know, he he wasn't able to come back till the first game of the playoffs, and he just didn't look like himself. So, you know, he's getting to the age where I believe he's 29. He's getting to the age now where you got to have to start worrying about, you know, some of the wear and tear. He's had multiple knee injuries, and... He's a guy that they, they love, and he's a guy that they, they feel like brings an element that not enough of their players do to, to the lineup. And when he plays well, he looks fantastic. So I still feel like they get something done, but um, I don't know because, you know, obviously the game just ended last night. I don't know how their thought process has changed with regard to some of the things in the offseason. That was James Myrtle from the Athletic out of Toronto in yesterday's edition of Oilers Now. When we come back, uh, Brendan Escott, I'm going to tip you off right now. You're going to be bringing us NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing when we return. You're listening to Oilers Now. 
Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. 1227 in Edmonton, Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. We go to NHL today for elite promotional marketing. Drew Shamahorn and his staff with company-branded PPE available, including logoed masks, all created in-house. Visit ElitePromoMarketing.com. Back in the 630 Chad Studios, ready to bring it. Here's Brennan Escott. Yeah, the North Division final kicks off tonight in Winnipeg. The Jets hosting the Canadians. 5.30, Chad time. Colorado and Vegas square off in Game 2 of that series as well. The Avs uh, winning Game 1, 7-1. to one. Connor McDavid, a finalist for the 2021 Ted Lindsay Award, presented annually to the most outstanding player as voted on by the NHLPA. Used to be the Lester B. Pearson Award. Sidney Crosby and Austin Matthews are the other nominees. McDavid is looking for his third such award. Crosby is fourth. Matthews is a first-time nominee. Draft Lottery is set for tonight in the NHL as well. Five o'clock our time from the NHL Network Studios. Buffalo holds the best odds of selecting first overall. uh, Just over 16.6% and then Anaheim 12 and the expansion Seattle Kraken and New Jersey both checking in at 10.3%. Arizona will forfeit their first round pick this year after violating the NHL's combine testing policy. WHL draft lottery went this morning already. The uh, Oil Kings with the Kelowna Rockets first round pick will select 14th overall and then again at 19 with their own pick in this year's prospects draft set for December 8th. Speaking of the Edmonton Oil Kings, former Oil Kings general manager Randy Hanch, real good talent evaluator, excellent scout over the years. Sounds like he's uh, going to be uh, resurfacing as a amateur scout shortly uh, with a Western Conference team. He was with Buffalo when it was part of their purge uh, a couple of years ago where they fired all of their scouts. Hanch is the man who drafted Sebastian Gosa and Dylan Gunther uh, and uh was the GM of the last WHL team to win a Memorial Cup. Kurt Hill's come in, done a real good job, and we'll see if he keeps both of those first-round picks uh, coming up for, for that December draft. You're going to have a December draft and a draft again like in May or June. I wonder if the Oil Kings end up moving, uh, maybe not the 13th overall pick, but do they consider moving the 19th pick or the 2022 pick as well? Edmonton's going to have an excellent junior team uh, next season. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Brian Lawton up next from the NHL Network for Mattress Superstore. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.